What's up, guys? Welcome to episode two of The Truman Show. Um, if you haven't watched or if you haven't listened to the first episode, this is pretty much just an experiment in a little creative project that I do. My name's Truman Mylan, and this is an outlet for me to just share ideas with anyone that wants to listen. Um, most of these aren't my ideas necessarily, but I kind of curate them and articulate them in a way that makes them more accessible for others, hopefully. So this episode is about why a little bit of chaos is good for you. And on the surface, you may be thinking, how is that possible? How is chaos something that's good? You know, we all seek peace. We all seek to have less stress in our lives. You know, there's I feel like the the industry of just eliminating stress is probably a multi-billion dollar industry. Um, it just goes to show that that's something that we're after. And I would always, you know, that's, it's a common thing to want, right? You know, no one wants to be stressed out all the time. But there's this book that I've been reading, uh, and it's been on my list for a long time, but I never really got around reading it until fairly recently. And I still haven't finished the book, but these concepts have just really stuck out for me. And so I want to share them. So the book is called Anti-Fragile by Nassim Taleb. And the main gist or the main concept of the book is that there's, there's things in life that are fragile like I have a coffee mug in front of me right now. And if I throw this coffee mug out the window onto the sidewalk, it's going to what? It's going to break. That is something that is fragile. Um, and people think that the opposite of fragile is something that is, you know, doesn't break. But an example of this would be if I threw the mug out the window, it hit the sidewalk, but it didn't break. And you know, that's, that's one category of things, but the real opposite of fragile is what Nassim calls anti-fragile. And the situation would be if I threw this mug out the window, hit the sidewalk, it didn't break. It actually got stronger. It became more durable, you know, if you can imagine that, but Another good example of something that is anti-fragile are things in nature. Um, a lot of plants and a lot of trees and a lot of animals, organisms, they face stress and resistance, but they don't break. They, in fact, get stronger. Like if a disease comes to a bunch of trees in a certain environment, you know, a few of them may die, but the ones that survive will create a resistance to that disease and they'll develop an immunity to it. And that the same kind of thing happens with a lot of other organisms. And all of evolution is kind of based on that fact that like um, the ones that get ahead are not necessarily, not necessarily the ones that are the smartest or the strongest, but the ones that adapt the most. And so if you can face, if you can face stimulus in your environment or stress, if you will, if you can face that and allow it to make you stronger, then you'll survive and you'll evolve. 
But how this relates to us as humans is that Nassim talks about how this applies to us, that we as humans are anti-fragile. And, you know, everyone faces stress in their lives and a lot of people get broken down by it. But if you take that same stress and you ask yourself, what can I learn from this situation? How can I become stronger from this? How can I, how can I learn from this so that I never have to face it again? Those are all questions that you can ask yourself next time you're going through a tough situation. And it's difficult to do because, you know, everyone wants to get attention and have a pity party on themselves to, you know, have people feel bad for them when they're in tough situations. And I'm not downplaying any tough situations, um, but we can quickly get carried away with them if we don't rise up. And we can rise up out of these things by looking at the good that is in the bad. And it kind of is related to the yin-yang symbol, like the the white and the black, the light and the darkness, you know, the up, down, left, right, inside, outside. There's There's always a opposite to something. And if we can't see that right away, it's probably because we're not looking hard enough or not being honest. Like if we look back at situations in our lives and know that if I do that for my own life, I know that some of the toughest situations I've ever been in, whether they were breakups or business uh, failures or losing money or something like that. And at the moment they were the worst thing that could ever happen to me. And I, I saw nothing good with it, but now that I'm away from the situation and I'm zoomed out and I have a different perspective, I can see that there was some good in there. Like that I, I learned a valuable life a valuable life lesson that maybe I couldn't have learned any other way. And so next time you're in a situation that's tough, try to shift the perspective. Even though you're in the thick of it and you're you're all upset about the situation just get out a piece of paper get a pen and start writing down some of the benefits of the situation I guarantee you you'll be able to find at least one and so this book really shifted my whole perspective on stress and struggle and all those things because you know as a normal human being I when I face tough situations or stressful situations I turn away, you know, but, you know, not if you turn away too much, you end up just facing away from your problems permanently and you start becoming delusional and you start uh, living a life in denial about what's what your reality is. And that can be a dangerous place because you will never get out of that if you can't acknowledge where you are. You can't get from where you want to go if you don't know where you are, if that makes sense. And you're like being honest with yourself about it. And so it really shifted the way that I look at stressful situations because before I used to run away and be in denial. But now, now that I know that there's a benefit to it and that some stress is good, 
it makes me kind of want to embrace failure and embrace stressful situations because my whole life kind of revolves around this philosophy of getting better and better every day. Um, and so learning that stress and struggle even can make you a stronger person. It makes me want to embrace it and go through more struggles and take more risks and be more out there because I know that it's going to make me stronger. Another good example of uh, anti-fragility in humans is with our muscles. If I put my arm, let's say I, I'm dominant in my right arm, but I put, that, I put that arm in a cast. I say, this is my dominant arm. I want to protect it. I want to make sure that nothing bad happens to this arm. So I put it in a cast. I put it in a sling, and it's by my side for six months. The, on paper, it may seem like I'm doing myself a favor by protecting my arm and make sure nothing happens to it. But if we fast forward and get to the end of that six months, we're going to see that my left arm, my non-dominant arm, is going to become way stronger than my right. My right arm is actually going to atrophy and lose strength and become weak. And it's going to put itself into more of a situation of getting harmed rather than before or rather than having it be out of the cast doing normal things. And that's how we are as people, and that's how our mind is as well. If we try to protect everything, we actually do it a disservice. And this can be applied to kids as well. Um, of course, when they're an infant, you want to protect them, but sometimes there's helicopter parents that watch everything. You know, they They try to make sure that their kids don't, get anywhere close to even getting hurt emotionally, physically, you know, whatever. But if you understand this whole philosophy and this whole concept of uh, being anti-fragile, um, you're doing your, your kids a disservice by protecting them because they never, they never know what it's like to really fail at something because you're always protecting them from it. And the fit, the biggest lessons are in the biggest failures. And so you're not giving your kids the biggest lessons that they could be uh, having or witnessing in their lives. So that's just a quick little um, idea that I've came across from that book. Again, it's called Anti-Fragile by Nassim Taleb. Check it out on Amazon. Get yourself a, a copy or even just watch some YouTube videos on it and uh, start applying it to your life because I really think that if we can embrace more struggles and more stressful situations and more failure, we'll become better people in the long run. All right, cool. Thanks for listening and uh, have a great day.